favor of Saul. Found it out Sunday afternoon. Or was it Sunday morning? Anyway, we found it out. Sunday. And uh, so, uh, Pastor, boy, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> Coming out, not real loud. Well, let's try. Well, let's give it up. Just a hit. Okay, test one. Better. Is that a little better? Good. Eternity. I am I. 
haven't practiced it, and we haven't practiced, practiced this in a long time, she forgets that she doesn't have to be so fast. My brain stuttered, and it skipped a beat and jumped right on in there before I was ready. <laughs> My brain's always getting ahead of everything, you know? Well, that's what happens. I do that, too, so. Uh, yeah, so what was the other thing? Yes, sir. He wants to be a Jesus. Amen. Power. There is 
power to that prayer. There is no other, other answer to any other thing except power in prayer. God is the one who is, who gives us that prayer. I want you to understand that uh, I don't need a lot of money. It would be good if I had it. But if I don't have it, it doesn't matter. Why? Because I need Jesus. Tonight, the message of the Lord with this song. I don't know if we're going to say it anymore after this but I do know this. That my Father has blessed me more Amen. when I am in the center of His will than when I am to one side or the other. So I would recommend to everybody that stay in the center of God's will. That's for doing people too. Because if y'all uh, are going to ever take our place with me, someone's got two boys. Y'all, can you imagine you could be a stuttering crow one of these days? To serve Jesus. That's right. Amen. You can be a bond. Amen. <laughs> I'm just teasing, of course. But here is the whole point of this whole dissertation. I need Jesus. That's right. And though I would like other people to follow me, do what I do uh, for Christ and maybe someday take over forever his ministries. I don't know that that's going to ever happen. But what I do know is that I need Jesus. Amen. And when I've got Jesus, everything else <laughs> woo, falls into place. Amen. Just like he wants it. That's right. I need Jesus. A lot of people say, Brother Crow, how can you travel like you do? It's by God's grace. That's right. Because I found out I need Jesus. I don't need that wonderful man's truck out there. Ford F-350 with a 7.3 diesel. <laughs> See, I don't need that. I I could put up with a Dodge or with a Nissan or a Chevy. Can you tell that I am an antagonist? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love to uh, think about how good God's been to me, so I will shut up and let Sister Crow start this because it's my one of my favorite songs. I need Jesus.
in the ministry. Sister Crow, you ready? All right. Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews 11. I sure do love you, church. And uh, in Jesus' name, amen. I really do. Y'all are such a fabulous church. Know that um, I, I understand that it's God that is doing that through you and in you. Hebrews 11. Uh, let's go to verse 32 and read through the end of the chapter. Uh, can I get y'all to a stand once you get there? Hebrews 11, 32 through 40. Uh, I'm going to, the passage of scripture I'm, I'm going to read is about the God of others. The God of others. That's an odd title, isn't it? But verse 32 starts. And what shall I more say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and of Barak and of Samson and of Jephthah, of David also and Samuel and of the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of the weakness, out of weakness were made strong, waxed valiant in fight, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Women received uh, their dead, raised to life again, and others were tortured, not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection. And others had trial of cruel mockings and scourgings, yea, moreover, of bonds and imprisonments. They were stoned, they were sawn asunders, were were uh, tempted, were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, and tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. And that is the God of others. Listen here, verse 38. They wandered in deserts and in mountains and in dens and caves of the earth. And these all, having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise. God having provided some better thing for us that they without us should not be made perfect. Thank you, church. You may be seated. Recently, there was, and uh, may still be, I don't know, a new bestseller on the newsstands. It was called The Art of the Deal, and it was written by Donald Trump. And he's a self-made billionaire and entrepreneur. This man is a hero to many, and to many he's not. He's a hero to some and to some not. And he's an idol to the world of fast deals and high finance. This idea is characteristic of the age in which you and I live. The world says, if it's bigger, it must be what? Better. But God is not going to judge us by how big we are or how successful we were, but how faithful we were. Wealth and health do not necessarily reflect God's blessings. But on the other hand, neither does poverty and sickness necessarily reflect his displeasure. Aren't you glad? Because I, I've got a lot of pains myself. And sometimes I wonder if it's God saying, eh, you're not doing right, boy. 
but that's not God, is it? Concerning the things of the world, Peter wrote in Second Peter uh, three ten through eleven. He said, "The earth also and the works that are in it shall be burned up." So, no matter how great uh, Donald Trump or anyone else is, it doesn't matter. What matters is how good is your God. How big is Jesus in your life? How powerful within your life and your spirit is the Holy Spirit? How big? Did you know there are some heroes listed here in 32 uh, through 35? And these are well-known names of men who have uh, done great exploits. Now, I, uh, there is nothing wrong with these great exploits if they were done for the glory of God. First of all, I find Gideon, amen, uh, with 300 men, he put 32,000 men to flight. I also know uh, about Noah, this is not even in my uh, notes, but Noah was a great man too. Was he perfect? Now you'll find that he went out and got drunk. <laughs> Still, there was Barak. He was a brilliant military leader. Samson defeated the uh, Philistines with the jawbone of a donkey or, according to the Bible, of an ass. David ki killed the giant with a slingshot. Oh, by the way, one stone is, is all it took because it was the power of Almighty God. Now, God certainly rewards these kind of deeds and never overlooks the good things that we accomplish for him. But the bottom line is we can't all be heroes. And so we have the God of others. Who then are these others mentioned in verses 35 and 36? It says, women received their dead, raised to life again, and others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. Others had trial of cruel mockings and scourgings, yea, moreover, of bonds and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sawn asunder, were tempted, were slain with a sword, they wandered about, and sheepskins and goatskins being destitute, afflicted, and tormented. Can I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, they, they didn't seem like heroes, did they? But in God's eyes, they were. The bottom line is we can't all be heroes, and so we have the God of others. So who are the others mentioned in verses 35 and 36? Thank God we don't all have to be heroes or make a, a great name for ourselves before God recognizes and claims us for his own. All you have to do is have the blood applied. <laughs> and by having the blood applied, then you, you get saved, you become a, his child. I love the idea that I can uh, be saved. Amen? Amen? But even equal to that or more, I love the idea that I can serve Him. I love the idea that I could travel this country when it seems impossible to because we don't have any diesel. But God always provides. I love Butts in the Bible, don't you? Because the butts lead me to something uh, nearly every time that is a, a good thing for the child of God if you're serving Him. 
if if not, do butts can be a bad thing. But God will destroy you if you don't serve him. I'd like you to know some of these things here. Verses 36 through 38 calls the role of multitudes of the unknowns as far as man is concerned. So let's go through those just a minute. Uh, Verses 38, uh, 36, excuse me, through 38. And others had trial of cruel mockings and scourgings, yea, moreover of bonds and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sawn asunder, were tempted, were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and in mountains and in dens and caves of the earth. Many of us, many times, try to be something special, don't we? When I was a young man, and I'm, I'm far from a young man right now, but I can tell you that my God answered my prayer as a young man and pointed me and led me in the right direction so that I could serve him. What I wanted from God was simply this. Lord, I would like to be like the inspirations. Anybody know who the inspirations are? No? Well, the inspirations are a gospel singing group. And they were, they were back in the 70s, they were awesome. They were really, really spiritual. Uh, they wasn't in it for the money, but they was in it for one thing, and that's to glorify Christ. I sit out there in my chair. Lord, you would let me one day, I want to do what they're doing. I literally said, all I could hear after that was faithful. Be faithful. Do what I tell you to. Don't be disobedient. So I started doing what he said. I failed. Anybody else ever failed? And yet, even in our failures, we are the God of others. The God of others. I'm so glad that my God heard my cry. And he said, do it. Just do it. So I did. Started in 1983. Actually, the calling came in 1983. And in 1985, it was all put to a together. We started traveling. You know that first year we only had something like 40-something services, not just churches, I mean services. That's not good. Because you can't survive. But we did. Are y'all with me? We survived over all of those uh, following uh, five years that it took to establish our ministry. God had given Program because to me that's the glory to me. 
So God gave that thought about forever he is. When he beat us, that means he's in us. While our soul is falling into his place. Can I tell you that the first five years were pretty hard. We were learning faith. We were learning to not live on our own abilities. We didn't have credit cards. We didn't have debit cards at that time. We didn't have a lot of things. And God took us and placed us in this ministry. And after about five years, then the churches started getting to know us. They started having us. And I would walk into churches and they would say, uh, Brother Crow, you're a preacher, aren't you? And I said, yes. Why don't you preach for us at night? See, that's where the excitement comes in. And then I would see people get saved. And I would see people get uh, closer to God come to the altar and they would get in his presence uh, and they would repent of their sin of whatever it is and they would say, Lord, we're going to serve you. Things just started falling in, in the place. And we started as a gospel singing group. And then all of a sudden it uh that people wanted to hear me preach. And from that point on, it's just blossomed out. See, I'm telling you my testimony. Because I'll tell you, Sister Crow was right there by me. Every step of the way. I was called to preach, and my family benefited from I was called to sing, and then God started uh, writing songs through me. She was right there, and she benefited. Our kids left us at uh, about 20 and a half. They're now in their middle 40s. Can I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, I need Jesus more than I need any other thing. Because he will provide. It's a fact. And I want you to know that this message of the God of others, I, I wasn't much, but what I was, I was willing to give to him. I got my doctorate of divinity, not to brag, but because all that doctrine of divinity is a ditch digger's license. Because I'm out in the trenches digging out souls, trying to get them saved. Can I tell you, folks, you, you have to understand the others mentioned, I was, I was one of them. And if I'm anything today, it's only because I have a desire to let God have full control of my life. If you want Him to have full control, He can and He will. And you can be the best you can be for Him. And you may or may not get any glory. I don't think many people think I'm very good. It don't matter. I am what I am. You remember Popeye? I am what I am. That's Popeye. Yeah. But my power didn't come from spinach. It came from the Holy Bible. Reading it and learning what God wanted me to do and then all of a sudden my stuttering kind of fell to the side. I don't stutter like I used to. Yeah, I just did, didn't I? 
But can I tell you, God is in charge of everything. And if you put him there, you will be blessed. There was a man uh, one time drove a, a beatable pickup into the bank downtown. He was dressed in dirty and ragged clothes. When he finished his banking business, he took his parking ticket to the receptionist to get it validated, and she refused him, saying, no can do. How many people remember those days that you would get your parking ticket validated? Anybody? Well, I can tell you this. He, he takes the ticket to a teller and was also refused his courtesy. The, the ticket was for 60 cents. The old gentleman got angry and he drew out $1 million and changed banks. I wonder sometimes if, if God should not do that with his children. Because we treat him pretty bad, don't we, sometimes. Others had trials of cruel mockings and scourgings. I've had a few of those. I, I've had people mock me. Especially seventh grade. Crows a stutterer. And they would make fun of me. Have ever been made fun of? I guess all of us have. Because it's not fun to have somebody make fun of you. I made it through that because I cried. And my cry was, Lord, forgive me. Lord, forgive me. Please, God, don't let me fall victim to their mockings. There was no, no names given to these others. And the world would label them losers. I remember losers. I remember how they called me a loser because I started a basketball team one time. And it was horrible, terrible. We lost every game. And some of my guys uh, just started throwing the basketball just to have fun. But I am now a preacher. And I am now a gospel singer and a gospel song writer with uh, over 206 songs. Can I tell you, I no longer am I worried about what the people say. I'm worried about what God thinks and says about me. I want Him to direct me. I want Him to move me. I don't want to uh, just throw the ball here and there. I want to have a purpose in my life. I want that purpose to be that God gets the glory and the people get a blessing from what they hear. If, if, uh, if I do that, then I've done my job. If the songs bless your heart, then I guarantee you I've done my job. So thank God for the Barracks and the Samsons and the Davids, amen, and the Gideons. But thank God for the others also. Because there's nothing wrong with having great aspirations if we are aspiring to do great things for God. Young people, that's a very important thought. Very important thought. If we're aspiring to do great things for God. Stick to the book. Find out what he wants you doing. It's in the book. 
But the attitude of the multitude is found in the parable of the rich man in Luke 12, 16 through 21. Everybody's all, all for the rich man. And yet he dies. It doesn't say where, where he went at first. It just said uh, Lazarus died and went into the bosom of, of, uh, of Abraham, didn't he? And then all of a sudden we find that he, the rich man, says, and the rich man died. I'm glad that's not going to happen to me. Aren't you glad it's not going to happen to you? Because you're saved. If you are, if you're born again, you don't have to worry at all about heaven, going to heaven or hell. to give you one thought. For the child of God, it is not the art of the deal, but it's the knowledge of the seal. Come on. Do y'all know where I'm going? Ephesians 4.31 says this, And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are what? Sealed unto the day of redemption. Folks, I've got the seal. <laughs> I don't have to worry about the art of the deal and making all these deals and stuff. I'm going to serve God. Thank you so much for listening, Pastor. If you're back there and if you're awake, 